Welcome back to Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. And this episode's special. Why is it special, my ladies? Uh, it's the one year, one year, year of the, uh... <laughs> wow, that was brutal. Okay. Well, Hayes, what do we got? <laughs> the one year, one year ago, we started the podcast. Yes. Exactly a year ago, today. a year ago to the date, so May 18th. I'll get this out today, so no worries. Um, we recorded our first meet at the quarterback episode. We were all in Hayes' bedroom yep. with a single phone on the, I think it was on like a uh, garbage can or something. Something like that. Something so we could all talk into the mic, but yet we still did not hear Andrew. Didn't work that well, so. Since then, we've updated. Uh, our our mother got us all podcast mics for Christmas, and that has improved our audio substantially. So, pretty much every I mean every episode since December has been via. Well, I guess pretty much almost all episodes since the fall have been through Zoom, but all the episodes since December have had the improved audio quality. So yeah. We've come a, come a ways. One full year to the date. It's been fun. It's been good. We love it. Hopefully, people do as well. Hopefully. Well, if not, who cares? We like it. That's all that matters. Um. All right. So, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Oh, question one of our agenda. What, uh, what do we want to change for 2023? In terms of podcasts, do we want to change anything? Do we want to add anything? Get rid of anything? Um, I would say in the season, maybe go less away from like stat predictions and stuff like that. And maybe talk more in depth just about the team. I felt yeah. like most of the podcasts just took up a lot of time of just like throwing numbers around instead of like actual conversation. But I think we got better about doing that like over the course of the year. Um, but I feel like sometimes they can just get too many, like number oriented. Yeah. But that would be like my only thing. Yeah. That makes sense. We can, we can do that. I still, I like having some type of like, um, yeah, I mean, that's predictions. Um, but I, I totally agree that some of the episodes got a little long winded, like when we were really getting the breakdown of. Uh, how close we were to Adam Thielen getting 42 receiving yards, not needed. So I, I agree. That's a good, good suggestion. And honestly, probably good. we will implement that. So that, yeah, I'd agree with that too. Um, yeah. I didn't really have anything too much of like what we need to change, but that hearing that, perfect. That's, that's good. That's a good idea. This is essentially a perfect podcast. So we really don't need to change anything. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I would oh, also, also would, um, go ahead. I would replace one of the members. I would probably um, have Hayes leave. No, not true. Hayes, don't worry <laughs> about that. That won't happen. Don't worry about it, Hayes. Do not worry about it, okay? I wasn't. <laughs> Hayes, it was just a joke, buddy. We're just teasing. We're joshing you. We're, we're getting that you changed. Is. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So that's some, some good takes and obviously certainly, uh, we always want to improve. So whatever people, if you hear stuff from friends or, or family that, that thinks that we can improve to some extent, we will take it with a grain of salt. Just kidding. Um, some updates since our last episode, we had, uh, inside line or outside linebacker. What is the Darius Smith is outside. All right. Zadarius Smith is no longer. We completed a trade with the Cleveland Browns, sent him dealing along with a sixth and seventh round draft pick. In exchange, we received two fifth round draft picks. So um, I think... I don't understand giving up draft picks to get rid of a guy. I So you bring up a great point because honestly, I, I didn't get it that... Um, I didn't get it either. Andrew, you kind of explained it well, cause you were, we were with each other when it happened. Cause I, I also was like, why did we give up so much for two fifths? Uh, I feel like it's more of like a, I guess just like a cap dump sort of like he clearly wasn't going to want to be on the team cause he signed an awful contract. Um, and he outperformed it, but it's basically like, just a pick swap essentially so like seventh turns into a fifth six turns into a fifth and then obviously they get zadarius who is whatever he'll be a free agent next year but i mean i don't think it's a terrible trade you clear 13 million i think that yeah that's that's kind of what i was wanting you to get at yeah you save 13 this year and 20 next year so i mean it's not a bad deal at all my understanding was, yeah, you pretty much, and it, yeah, the, the pick part is slightly annoying, but I think it seems like his cap issue was, was bad enough where no teams wanted to, um, just to, to just do a straight up Zadarius four picks because they'd be taking on that cap hit, that 13 million. So we kind of, I think, had to do. We had, we had to throw in something in addition to Zadarius Smith. So kind of how I look at it is um, if you didn't throw in those picks, you probably were cutting him and getting nothing in return. Whereas like here, yes, you lose a six and a seventh, but in return, you still get two fifths and you don't have to worry about the, uh, it would have been what, $15 million. Mm-hmm. So I guess I, I what may, it made sense when they broke it down that you essentially were wanting to get something for Zadarius Smith and you really didn't have to give up much because it showed that in this re- recent draft, Quazy can work magic and probably get those that sixth and seventh right back for, for yeah. probably not giving up much. And again, it's also a sixth and seventh. Like it's not, it's not the end all be all and you save substantial cap space. Yeah. Also, I feel like with the Davenport signing, like you weren't really going to have all three of those guys on the roster. Um, and Zedarius was probably the odd man out, especially with him being like, I don't want to be here anymore, which was funny considering. So weird. I think he's just kind of a drama queen. A diva bit. Yeah. Had half sack the second half of the season, but wants to complain about money. Yeah. But I, I agree with you, Hayes. At first, when I saw that, I was like, what the heck? And then just from, like, what I read online. And, I mean, we were we were talking during all our episodes. We obviously wanted um, 
to trade him for something and we thought we could get something higher, but clearly the market shows that you couldn't, otherwise it would have happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this way at least we get something versus nothing. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. So I don't know, that's how I looked at it. And especially, I mean, I, I definitely do not want someone on this team who doesn't want to be here. No, definitely. He, he made that pretty clear that he was, you know, he, he demanded a trade. <laughs> yeah. So I think that also kind of hurt our um, ability to negotiate the fact that he was so, so open about not wanting to stay here. Dalvin's at least done a little bit better of a job of not like saying he doesn't want to be here, but also indicating that, um, He's not willing to take any type of contract uh, structures, um, which then we can lead in to Dalvin Cook because I think it's looking more and more likely that he will not be the starting running back in the 2023 season. But what do what do you guys think we should do with Dalvin Cook? Do we pay him uh-huh. and do we keep him? It really seems like from everything I've read and seen, um, you, you're not going to get much, if anything, in terms of a trade. Yeah. And if you see something different, tell me like I'm wrong. I'm, I'm just telling you what I've seen. Because um, I think if, if, if we could get something for a trade, we would have seen it by now. We are two weeks from that June 1st changeover in terms of, of, of cutting mm-hmm. um, and, and cost savings. But it does not appear that we could get anything. No, uh, yeah. I'm all for just kind of get just cutting them, be done with them. Yep. I think it's time. He wants out. You guys want to be done. And I know the Vikings are, are wanting to get something for him, but you're not going to get anything for him. So be done. Yeah. With him. Release so you're him. Saying, you're saying cut. And I believe since at this point you've waited this long, I think we're going to be cutting post June 1st. Yeah. which I just looked the other day and that will save you. Uh, let's see here. Cutting would save you 9 million this year uh, and then saving you 12 and a half next year. So over 20 million in savings and it'll just cost you eight total. So you pay him 8 million to not be on the team, but it saves you about 22 million. Yeah, yeah I think you do it. All right. Um, I would say if you can trade him, trade him. But like I feel like all signs no, I, I like the off season have pointed to like him not being on the team. But then I also saw like how you sent the Madison and the banner thing. Yeah, I also thought that how was they resigned. Yeah, how they resigned Madison, how they drafted a running back. I know seventh round, but still. Um He's getting high. But then I saw something the other day where it was like Vikings are willing to like restructure his contract if he takes a something or they're like they want the Vikings or the Vikings want to do right by Dalvin Cook and not just cut him yeah so I don't know I mean in the end it's a business so if he's not willing to restructure and you can't get anything for him might as well just yeah cut him and save a little money this year and then save a lot of money next year Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, you wish <clears throat> you wish guys like or you wish Dalvin Cook would kind of be similar to guys like uh, Harrison Smith and even Kirk Cousins in the sense of like um, 
working through a new contract and allowing the team to save money and use that elsewhere to be competitive. Uh, but clearly Dalvin, and obviously we saw with Adam Thielen, um, they were not willing to take on either a less role and less money. They felt that they are, they deserve, you know, their worth um, and are making it difficult from the Vikings front office side. Um, so I don't know. I do get it's a business, but you know, people do take less money because they also want to see, get a ring. And it seems again, like guys like cook and Thielen don't really care. They'd rather have the money than the ring, <laughs> which I don't know. I obviously am not a professional athlete, but I think I'd rather take the ring over money, especially you since know. both of them at this point have made quite a bit a of, lot money. of money. I would understand it more from Cook than I did from Thielen, to be honest. How? Cook already got a big contract. Yeah, but he also still has a lot. Or not a lot, but like he's going to make money for the next couple years. You think? Thielen, yeah. I mean, he's not bad. He's just not worth his contract. Yeah. But also, I, I mean, I don't know. <clears throat> in terms of running backs, he's getting up there in, in age, and I feel like you're losing your your window of I mean or maybe he just doesn't believe that this team could win a ring in the next year or two and he thinks you know you can find that elsewhere that also could be the case or again he doesn't care he'd rather just have his contract so all right sounds like we're kind of all on the same page that in probably a couple weeks here uh, Cook will officially be gone you know I feel like we've been talking about it since March. Honestly. February. Like it's a it's a much slower process than I than I thought. Um or maybe just Quazy and KOC move a lot slower than other NFL teams. Um but yeah, we uh we shall see. We're all on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um what so you know by trading Zadarius Smith, we saved, and correct me if I'm wrong, but we saved probably about $12 million. Does that sound accurate this year? Yeah. Cleared up about $12 million in cap space. And then by the time we cut Cook, that's going to be an additional nine. So you're looking at $20 million in savings this year. You obviously don't need all that money for draft capital. So what would you guys like to see happen with that 20 million in, in cap savings have you thought I'd about like it? to see a hunter extension um i don't think there's any chance he starts the season with the contract he's he's under right now so they're gonna have to extend him. so i think a, a hunter extension will happen and they should use that money to make it happen so you're you're more on the route of use the money that we just saved to pay current guys rather than yeah. going out go out shopping for you know one more piece that we're looking for. Yep. All right. Andrew. Um yeah, Hunter Hunter extension makes sense. He's is I think he's right when he says that he probably won't play on that this current contract. Um but I also think it'd be helpful to maybe add one more defensive guy. Um, like a corner or a linebacker or a defensive tackle. Any of those kind of make sense. And it doesn't have to be super expensive, just someone that 
gives you a chance for like some off season or training camp competition. Mm -hmm. Um, but also I did think it was interesting that not like they haven't signed any old linemen and I don't think they even drafted one. Nope. I think it just came in the undrafted process. So Uh, would that be another position that you would could be, I mean, once again, just a little competition for like Ed Ingram, who I'm sure will start, but. Oh, the other thing I've seen, and I haven't looked too deep into it as to like how serious it is, but um, talk of trading Ezra Cleveland for, I think it was draft capital, like some draft picks. I don't know if that would be realistic or have you guys seen that take at all? Yeah, but I think it's just like speculation okay. or not even speculation, just like a idea. Because he's a free agent after this year. Yeah. And I mean, you're probably not going to pay him, I don't think. Yeah, no, it just depends. I mean, you, you just paid, or you will pay Derisaw. You just re-signed Bradbury. Um, I think O'Neal has a pretty good contract. Um, so you're probably not going to do it with a average, very average uh, tackle or guard. So, um, yeah, I, I'm in the boat of, I like Hayes' point of, of using that money on Danielle, and I probably would agree that he might not, you know, participate in team activities until he's paid, which you want to avoid. Um, but I also do think that we need another, probably, probably linebacker, to be honest. Um, and I was looking and like the free agent market really doesn't have a lot of um, linebackers that kind of fit Quazy and KOC's theme that they've kind of shown this offseason, which is young guys. Um, I mean, everyone they picked up was under the age of 27 and they cut, you know, guys 30 plus. So the only name that I saw that was interesting that they said you could get cheap that was like a, a defensive end is a guy named Justin Houston of the Ravens. Um, but he's like 33 years old, <laughs> so yeah. it doesn't really fit the, but like you'd get him for really cheap and he had nine and a half sacks in 14 games last year, which would have been the sec- the third most on our team last year. So like he would, he, he'd bring pressure. Um, but I don't see Quazy or KOC getting a 30 plus end or linebacker at this point. So, um, the other thing I saw that I thought was somewhat interesting was, uh, y- Yannick Nguakwe, however mm-hmm. you say his name. We had him for all of five games a couple years ago and then traded him mid season for whatever reason. Uh, I'm pretty sure we gave up or we traded, we traded for him for like a second and then got like a fourth, like four weeks later. So just bizarre. Very bizarre. Yeah. But I saw no, he, but he's good. He's a free agent and he, he is 27, 28. And I think you definitely would not have to use all the money you just saved on him mm-hmm. for, you know, a one or two year deal. Um, and like, he, he is good. I mean, I don't know why he bounces around so much. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he's a head case or I don't think he's really injury prone. Um, so I don't know. I, I would agree. There's not a lot of options out there, but it would be nice to get maybe one more defensive guy. That's not like a nobody that you've never heard of. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So. Alrighty. Good stuff. Shall we move on to 2023 
Uh, record predictions. I'm saying it right this time, Hayes. It's not schedule predictions. It's record predictions. And this will be the first one that we kind of like officially count. I'm going to track what you guys say. Um, and it'll kind of be like our first official, you know, locked in record prediction, if that makes yeah. sense. So hold ourselves a little accountable. So like, if you change your tune saying like, I always knew we were going to beat this team, we can call you out for it. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Let's do it. All right. So I, I might, hopefully, can you guys hear the clicking? Yeah. Ugh, all right. Well, you'll just have to deal. So Andrew, we'll start with you. Week one at home versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is a great way to start your season because this team will most likely not be very good as they have Baker Mayfield as their starting quarterback at the moment. Um, so that's going to be an easy dub for the Vikes. Probably probably scored probably 40 points. Wow. I, did, um, we, did we have 40 points at all last year? Don't believe so. The so week one, we're going to hit 40. We haven't scored 40 points in like four years. But. All right. No, hey. but I do think this is a great way to start the season because it's like a not super good team at home. Noon. Middle middle of the day. Beautiful. Yeah, I think it's a win too. Pretty, pretty easy. You don't even have to go into depth at all about it. <laughs> it's a win. I have a win as well. So back-to-back season opening wins. I'm trying to – now I'm blank, and who did we beat in the first – oh, Green Bay. Beat Green Bay to start the season last year at home. Same thing. I think we'll beat Tampa Bay pretty decisively this year in the first game. So game two. Thursday night football. So only four days later, we have to travel to Philadelphia and play the Eagles once again on the road on prime time in week two, back to back years that this has happened. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they will get is... destroyed again. <laughs> it's a loss. Hayes has loss. You don't even I... have it being close. You think just straight L? No, no, it'll be close. Um, oh, but... okay. But no, I. They're they're terrible. They're terrible on primetime in Philly. So there's just, I don't see them being able to win, especially on a short week. Agreed. Yeah. I would also agree this will probably be an L, but I expect it to be closer than it was last year. Yeah. It's always so tough to know, you know, every, every year is different. We could lose by, we could lose by 20 to the bucks and then come back and beat Philadelphia on the road. I mean, the likelihood is, you know, we're, we're giving what we think. Um, and I would agree that probably tough one to win that early in the season. And obviously we looked bad last year uh, mm-hmm. in Philly. So that's kind of what we're judging off of. And Philly had a great draft class. They re-signed their MVP caliber quarterback. Um, I think they're going to be really good again this year. Um, so yeah, tough one. Week three. Back home against the L.A. Chargers. We'll say hello to Eric Kendricks. He'll return to U.S. Bank early in the season. What do you guys have against Herbert and the Chargers? Yeah, that's a tough game for sure. Um, They're a good team, but they kept around their 
incompetent head coach. <laughs> so they're going to be they're, they're going to they're going to lose. No. They're they're probably going to lose. Brandon Staley. Who's Brad Stevens? No idea. No idea. <laughs> but no, Brandon Staley is a, is is an idiot. And they'll lose eight or nine games again this year despite Herbert putting up MVP numbers. It'll be a shootout but the Vikings will win. Okay. I like that prediction, Hayes. I also have a Vikes dub. Uh, we're just a great home team. I think we've played pretty well against the Chargers the last few times we've met them. I don't think we played Herbert yet. We have. Yeah. And oh, in twenty-one. Yep. Okay. I guess I forgot. This is this will be his fourth, third year. Twenty twenty draft. So fourth. fourth. Dang. Okay. Oh, so same as JJ and all them. So. All right, Hayes, you have win. I have win, Bub. W, easy win. Easy win for the boys. Kendricks will be slow and fat and not on our team. Also, I, I quick looked up. This is Brad Stevens. He's the Celtics old coach, and oh he gosh. looks a lot like yeah, I'll Brandon give you that. Staley. <laughs> he does look like, like uh, Brandon Staley. So. That's where my confusion came. So if you don't know what either coach looks like, look them up. And if you're saying, if you think I'm wrong, you're wrong, but they do look identical. So um, week four, go back on the road against the Carolina Panthers. We get to see Adam Thielen. So back-to-back weeks in which we see a, you know, Probably a Viking Ring of Honor guys. Um, you do. You will. I don't know why. I, just, you... I don't care about the Ring of Honor. I've never had, but <laughs> it's week four. Yeah. Noon in Carolina. Noon in Carolina. Might be Bryce Young. Might not. They'll be okay, but the hype on them's crazy. Um, it's a win. You're just a better team. You should, you're just going to win. Andrew? I would agree. I think. Yeah, I think you should easily win this game. Not easily, but you should definitely win. I mean, Carolina, I think, will be better next year. But it'll be the fourth game for Bryce Young, maybe even third, second, first. Who knows? And he is about five feet, seven inches. Um, I saw videos of him. He's tiny. I didn't he know he was very that small. small. Yeah, so we'll see. But Adam Thielen will not have a revenge game. He'll get locked up by probably... Makai Blackman. Um, but yeah, I mean, W. Three and one. He, he's going to be their uh, wide receiver one. So what, wouldn't, wouldn't it be Murphy Jr. on him? Yeah, you could throw any of them on him. He's not creating one yard of separation. A Caleb Evans as well. Especially a Caleb Evans. Um, I also have a win. So that means, you know, quarter into the season, we all are the same at three and one. Um, I think this is, you know, I don't want to say an important win because it's very early on, but it's a game that you should win. Um, oh yeah. It's, it's a team that, yeah, I don't, they'll be better, but they won't be good. And yeah. you should be good if not great this year. So, um, another dub for them. Then week later we host not quite prime time, but I think it'll be on like one of the nationally televised channels um we finally for the first time host patrick mahomes and the chiefs at u.s bank stadium the chiefs i believe are the only team so far that has not played at u.s bank interesting 
Interesting. Um, also, the well, Vikings are the only team Patrick Mahomes has not beat. Oh, when did we? I guess I we I'm played a, him, but we played a backup. Oh, okay. And still lost. And yeah, still lost. <laughs> All right, um, I, I have it as a loss. The Chiefs are good. Um, you know, I don't see us being thirteen and four again or anything better than that. So. I think they're just a very good team. And even though we're at home, you know, uh, I don't see that being a win. So lose to the Chiefs is for me. Same. Yep. All right. Then next week we get Chicago in, I guess that that would be about October-ish. You're Um, mid-October, 15th. So Soldier Field, week six. The Bears. What do we got? Yeah, this is uh this is a tough one. Um, I have it as a loss though. Oh, um, all right. This might be you're our just, first. You're, gonna, you're you're not gonna go six and zero against the division. You're gonna have one of those games that you slip up. Um, and I think the Bears are gonna be a better team this year. So I got a loss. It'll be all close. Right. It'll probably be like a field goal to win it. I think that would have been if we won, if we win that game, I have this as a win, but I think then it'll be three straight wins at soldier field, mm-hmm. which is not notoriously Easy. a place that we do well four. in games at four. It'll be four. It would be four if we won. So I have it as win. I, again, I don't think the bears aren't going to scare me until I see it. Um, the Justin Fields hype is insane. I really don't think he's that good of a quarterback. And yet he, I see so many polls in which he's considered a top 10 QB. And I just think that's absurd because that's, that's insane. <laughs> yeah. I would agree with Harrison on this one. I have that as a win. Uh, yeah. Bears will most likely get better because they can't get much worse. Um, they were terrible last year and they spent a lot of money this off season, mainly on linebackers, which is just stupid. Um, and I just don't think Justin Fields is that good. More of a running back. Yeah. I'm not going to argue for Justin Fields, but I wouldn't say that. I do get your point, though, that, you know, in years past, there's always going – and, yeah, we won't go 6-0 and in the division, and um, it is hard to play at Soldier Field. But I think with it being kind of early on, honestly, if it was like a Week 13 matchup at Soldier Field, I'd maybe, you know, make a prediction differently. But – Dude, don't count uh, Kirk Tober out. Kirk Tober does not lose, but he will lose hey, the week before. And... October noon game. <laughs> Give it to me. Yep, yep. Yeah, very true. Noon, October, Kirk's going off. Kirk has five October games, so he better play well. Yeah. Five and oh. No, I mean, already not, because I think the Chiefs are technically in October. Yeah, they yeah. are. So um, after the Bears, we are back home again. Monday night football, so we get an extra day of rest. Uh, we host the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, a uh, tough game. I have no idea who their quarterback is going to be. <laughs> so that's the thing for me where it's like. I think Purdy would be the healthiest at the, I think, or maybe not. not I guess I actually have no idea. You're right. Never mind. He just, he has the Tommy John over the off season. Uh, Trey Lance just comes off a broken ankle and they don't have Jimmy Garoppolo anymore. Their defense will always be an issue and they'll always run well with Shanahan. 
But I think at home, extra day of rest, I think it's a win for the Vikings. All right, Hayes. Optimistic. Very optimistic. Um, I would say they probably are going to lose this one. Um, Hayes makes good points about the quarterback because you really don't know who it could be. It could be any three. could even be Sam Darnold um, if Purdy or Lance isn't aren't healthy enough. But, yeah, that defense is probably going to be – Top five again this year. They're number one last year, I believe. Um, Did they I lose don't feel anyone? Like the, yeah. Huh? Did they lose anyone on defense? Other than the coordinator, no. Um, Which that but yeah, factor. I feel like – oh, and that's a primetime game. Um, I feel like this is one we probably just won't win. I also right now have it as a loss. Um but I probably will change it as we get closer, depending on, again, Hayes makes really good points in terms of quarterback. Um, and, you know, I think really it'll depend kind of how we start the season. If we start, you know, say we beat the Chiefs and, you know, we, we play a competitive game against Philadelphia. I mean, kind of similar to last year, I had us as a for sure loss against the Bills and then, I mean, at that point, we were it was two seven and one teams going head to head. I was like, you know what? Don't count my Vikings out. I think they they could win. So, um, I had no faith in that game. I think though, you didn't you mark it up as a win? Like as we were leading into the no, you always had it as a loss. I think I said loss. Yeah. Okay. But, um, so right now I'm agreeing with Andrew. Probably an L at the moment, but. I can see that changing as we near, uh, as we make our, our weekly predictions or who knows, mm-hmm. maybe they'll say like, yep, we have Sam, Sam Darnold will be our quarterback for the full year. And at that point, now nah, it's going to be a win. Um, then we travel to Lambeau and play the Rogers less Green Bay Packers in week eight. What, what and do they'll have? show that Rodgers was carrying their team and the floor is not as good a head coach as everyone thinks they are. Um, so I'm going with a Vikings win in Lambeau. It's lucky you get out of Soldier Field and out of Green Bay in October. You don't have to play in the snow or the freezing cold. Or the mud. Or the mud. Um, so I think it's a win in Green Bay. Nice, nice. Andrew, we'll let you go. I will say win as well. Hayes makes great points. It's very nice to not play there, you know, late in the year. Um, both early in the year, both noon games. Uh, so I have this as a win as well. I don't see Green Bay being super competitive. Um, as a lot of guys have, have gone away from their team. And, I mean, they weren't even really that good last year with Aaron Rodgers, so I don't expect that to have a lot of turnaround, so that's a win for sure. Um, I I am on the same boat. I see that as a win. Um, yeah, they – I really hope, obviously, Green Bay is not good just because they've had, you know, years of success with a great quarterback and – I think it um, ends. And what? I think it ends – yeah, I, I hope so. I would truly be so upset if all of a sudden Jordan Love gives gives them thirteen years of ten plus wins. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't take it. Yeah. Be so unfair. But um yeah. Echoing you and Andrew both, 
nice to actually be there when it's not horrible conditions and exactly um yeah so i have that as a win then the following week week nine we travel indoors to the atlanta falcons um and they also they went who they 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 have they went running back in the first round oh that's right yeah that's right so they went running back in the first round. Their quarterback is Marcus Mariota, I think. Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter. Okay. One of the two. They, they're pretty much clones of one another. Mariota's um, with the Eagles. Arthur yeah. Smith, head coach of the Falcons, continues to think he can win while running the football 40 times a game <laughs> with, with a good defense. It's not – that's – unless you're the 49ers, you can't do that. Um, so it's a win. And the Vikings always play well against the Falcons. Not yeah. always. Two years ago, we got blown out when they were like 0 and 6. Yeah, and we were 1 and 4. So I wouldn't say it was, it was, it was a great game. And they just fired their head coach. We had Zimmer. I, I can do this all day. No, no, we're not ripping on Zimmer. Um, Hayes, I'm with you. Also a dub. I, I think the Falcons honestly will finish dead last in the NFC South. Um, mm. I think they'll be the worst in that division. Nothing really about them seems intimidating. Um, this might be the most either this or the Bucks game might be like the most confident to, like uh, win that I have going into this season, just because again, weapon wise, I don't see them being good at all. Yeah, I would agree with both of you uh, as this being a win. I think their defense got a little bit better this off season. They had some good signings, but um, no, when you have Desmond Ritter, Starting quarterback with Arthur Smith calling plays. Uh, not a lot of recipe for success there. Good Agreed. points. Um, then we go week 10 back home against the New Orleans Saints. Derek Carr leads uh, leads the Saints. And um, it'll be, I feel like, the third or fourth time in a row that we play the saints in during the regular season. Yeah. They, they, they seem to always be playing the saints the regular season. Always a close game when it shouldn't be. <laughs> um, but you're at home. It's 12 o'clock. The saints are paying two quarterbacks, both over $10 million. Wild. Wild. It's, it, they're already in cap. They're just in cap hell right now. So um, it's a win for the Vikings. Yeah, I would agree. Marcus Davenport's going to have a revenge game. He's going to go off for probably five-plus sacks. Ooh, five um, sacks. Five-plus sacks. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, – Quadruple his sack count last year. Yeah. I feel like the Saints are just going to kind of be, like, very mediocre. Um, Derek Carr is not that good, in my opinion. And their defense isn't good, and they don't really have a lot of weapons on the offense. So, uh, I mean, they still have Kamara, right? If he's not in jail, yeah. Yeah. And Michael Thomas, if he's finally healthy. Yeah, if he's just he to put healthy. his ankle back on. I think the Saints will be better, but I also same boat as you guys. Another a, a another home win. Um and yeah, I just don't I don't really fear the NFC South at all. So um we really should. Do we play all so Falcons, Saints, Panthers, who's the fourth team in the South? Bucks. 
And Bucks. So yeah, we play all the we play the entire NFC South. That should be a clean sweep, in my opinion. Easily. Yeah, I believe right? the two they're they're division. the final one of that division. So by week yeah. two should be the case. Wait. Didn't we clean sweep the NFC East or uh, oh. AFC East? Yes, we did. Jets, Bills, Patriots, and the Dolphins. Yeah. So do the same thing with the NFC South. Um. All right. After the Saints, we go back to prime time, our third prime time game of the year, Sunday night football in Denver against Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. That's a tough game. It's Denver. It's in November. You don't know what the weather is going to be like. It's Sean Payton. It's a loss. But it will be close. It'll be close, but it's it's a loss. Interesting, interesting. Um, no, this will be a win because Russell Wilson sucks at football now. Um, <laughs> These takes are so No, but I have, a friend, I have a friend that lives in Minnesota, and his favorite team is the Broncos, which just doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, if you grow up somewhere, just pick the team that lives in the state and it just pisses <laughs> me off. Also hate Sean Payton. What, what friend is this? His name's Riley. Uh, doubt he'll ever listen, but if he does, uh, you're an idiot, and the Heat are going to win. Because he's also a Celtics fan. Who knew, right? Well, uh, you should tag him. Tag him in this episode. Yeah. Um, I, I am with Andrew, not in the sense of I think Russell Wilson sucks, but I think at some point, uh, you know, we, we will beat a tough team on the road. And I think this will be the first true challenge. Uh, in ter- I think this will be the type of game that no one expects us to win. And then we win, you know, on the road, prime time. It, Hayes makes a good point. It could be pretty crappy weather. Um, I think I, I see us pulling through in this one, especially if, if the season gets off to the start that I'm kind of predicting, I think the wins keep coming uh, and this will be a, a big one. So I have us beating the Broncos, but it will be definitely a difficult game. And again, could change depending on how the season starts. Um, week 12, back to back primetime games. So we go from Sunday night to Monday night. So again, another extra day of rest. We are home against NFC North division rival, the Chicago Bears. What do we have for this? This is a win. You're at home. It's probably going to be flexed because the Bears are going to be like, what, what week is this? Week 12. They'll be like four and seven. So so we'd be out? You, you think we're going to uh, be switched out but for Monday night? I bet it's going to be like a switch to like a noon Sunday game. Um, they can do that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. It's only certain games, like later in the season. Actually, three of the five primetime games the Vikings have this year could be flex, which kind of sucks. But um, no, I think it's a I think it's a win. Uh, just because you're at home, it's what is this? Or the first game of December, last game of November. If you're by coming up next week, you're gonna have that extra sort of extra day ish kind of thing. But no, it's a win. Andrew. Uh, I would also say this is a win. Um, just one of those teams you got to beat, especially in your division. Uh, and yeah, same reasons as earlier is why we win. Yep. Uh, I have a win at home. Chicago Bears, 
I, I again don't don't fear them yet. They they have to prove themselves, and I don't think they've done enough in the off season to to cause concern. Um, week thirteen is finally our buy, a very late buy, uh, which is nice. Yeah, and I mean you know there's some games where you get an extra day of rest, like the Monday you have you know back to back or the week before you get an extra day from going Sunday night to Monday night. Uh, earlier in the season, same thing, noon on Sunday to a Monday night game the following week. So there are some, you know, extra days in there, uh, the Thursday night game to then Sunday. I mean, that, that will be 10 days of rest. So, um, yeah, it'll be late by, but good, you know, be refreshed once, uh, hopefully the playoffs roll around. So week 14, we go on the road to a warm uh, city of Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Raiders, um, where we they have Jimmy G. And that's it. They only have Jimmy G. <laughs> um, they're going to be terrible, and it's going to be a blowout. Hey, all right, Hayes has win. Andrew, um, this is uh, yeah, going to be a win. Um, this is the most confident game on the schedule for me. Oh, uh, that's kind of bold, right. but interesting. interesting. You just said um, Russell Wilson sucks, so you're calling my predictions. They also bold. just had another former first-round pick arrested, so who? I think that makes their total like 34 first-round picks arrested. Who, um, who, who was arrested? Something, Arnett or something, a corner. But, yeah, pretty terrible organization there in Las Vegas. Which, yeah, if I was Jimmy G, why in the world would I want to go there? You got paid. Yeah, I guess some people, that's all they care about. Um, I also have a win. Um, yeah, uh, I think maybe it'll be, I don't think it'll be a complete blowout just because I feel like we're always a little rusty after the bye. Um, but I think, uh, you know, I think we'll be, again, a good team. So that would be, that would be in, I guess, for both Andrew and I, a six straight wins so part of a six game win streak um after that the time and date is tbd as we go to cincinnati and play the bengals um wouldn't be surprised if again we are the team that we're kind of expecting i mean at this point we have i have them at let's see here 10 and Three. Andrew has them at ten and three. Hayes has them at at nine and four. Um, you know, I think it can be assumed that the Bengals will be very, very good. So, <clears throat> if our predictions are accurate, I see this game being being at least a three a three twenty five type start, most likely. If not Sunday or night. Saturday game or something like that. So, what do you guys have? I have a I have a loss. Bengals are it's on the road. The Bengals are really good. It's in December. That's going to be probably weather wise your hardest game of the season. Um, so it's a loss. I would agree. Bengals are yeah, top top three team in the league. Um, and up there with the Chiefs. So yeah, it's a loss unfortunately. Make it three. I, I also have it as a loss. I think our, our win streak will come to an end. I don't see us winning, you know, seven straight and looking at the schedule, the games that follow, <clears throat> I have um, us winning those ones as well. So 
Loss to the Bengals, they're very, very good. You know, I think we'll be good. I think we'll be really good. I don't think we'll be good enough to beat Cincy on the road and, you know, win eight, nine, ten straight. So, um, after the Bengals week 16, it's Christmas Eve, noon. We host the Detroit Lions for the first time in 2023, and it's pretty much almost 2024 at that point. Yep. Oh, that is weird. That is a win. Uh, Lions are going to be pretty good, but at home, noon, I think the Vikings are going to win this one. I would agree with Hazen on this one. Uh, Lions should be good, in my opinion. Um, but What's good? Like take- 10 and 7? Yeah. I think they'll yeah, definitely fight for the division. All right. Be a playoff team. No. Um, I have a win as well for reasons stated, as you guys mentioned. And um, yeah, Lions will be much better than last year. I think it'll be close, but I just think we're too, uh, we're too, um, just too good at home, especially against the North. So that's a win. Next week, host another home game against the NFC North uh, Green Bay Packers. And that is primetime New Year's Eve, Sunday night football. Mm-hmm. So and that if will it was be a fun switched one. Around, if it was switched around and we were on the road here, it would be a loss, but it's a win. We're going to sweep the Packers. They're probably only going to win six or seven games this year. So, Oh, I bet six. We should do division predictions too at some point, but um Hayes, I'm with you. Win. Sunday Night Football. It's going to be a party. New Year's Eve. Uh, That should be a quite fun game. New Year's Eve at night. Hopefully it doesn't get flexed. No, I don't think it will. Division game. Um, But yeah, that should be a win for the boys. Especially being at home. Agreed. Um, And then finally, Week 18. TBD is the date and time. Um, in Detroit, the Detroit Lions, we finish off the season. Um, I have this as a loss because our starters will only play half the game. I think we already will have clinched either the division or I guess for my you know prediction, I think we at that point would have already clinched the division. I think beating the Packers on Sunday night football will clinch it. So I have it as a loss because we have subs by the third quarter. I would agree with the loss. Um, yeah. I agree with the loss. I don't think necessarily it's going to be because they sit there, guys. Um, I think this could definitely be for the division. Uh, and you have the disadvantage of having to play on the road. Um. But I think I think this game most likely will be yeah it might be for the division I think the Lions could win eleven or twelve games this year. All right, so I added them all up. Andrew, you and I have the exact same at twelve and five. Hayes, you have them at eleven and six. Yep. Pretty much the only you know. Slight variation. Well, how does that work out? One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four. Five, hey, said so the Bears game that we would lose. And then oh, and 
San Fran would win, and then who else did he say we'd lose to? The Broncos. Oh, okay. So, um, I was just seeing if there's a, a win that he had predicted that we predicted as losses, and I guess the only one is the uh, Niners one. He has a speed in the Niners <clears throat> Monday Night Football. So, all right. First record prediction is locked in. Again, Andrew and I have them at 12 and 5. Hayes, 11 and 6. So then, Hayes, I guess with that, do you then, because if you think we will lose to the Lions um, in that final game and we're playing everyone and that's for the division, then are you saying we don't win the division? I'm not sure yet. I don't know yet. Okay. That's fair. I think by by our next prediction, let's maybe think about that next time, okay? You both think they're going to win the division? I do. Yes. Okay. Yep. And the only reason I ask is because I think that final game, you know, if you're playing everyone, you're probably playing, you know, for the division. For the um, one seed. Ah, <laughs> uh, That's a good point. But I guess with your prediction, that would not. I don't see the one seed being eleven and six. Well, if they win that game, twelve and five, I think the one seed could be twelve and five. Really? The one seed last year was fourteen and three, but the Eagles are not going to win fourteen games again. The Niners are going to be terrible. The Cowboys are terrible. terrible? <laughs> Pretty sure Eagles won fifteen games. They did fourteen. No, because uh, I think they lost. Didn't they lose the final game, and then they lost two with Minshew two? They were fourteen and three. I think Maybe so. I think so. No, they were. Nah, Hayes, you're right. Um, all right, cool. Well, this is this is good. We can we can probably wrap this up here. Our our one year anniversary episode. Yes. Um, we'll close out with the faves. Why do you guys like this podcast? Why why do you like doing it? What's your what's your reasoning to to do this this podcast? So uh, it's would... a lot of fun. <laughs> What were you going to say, Andrew? It gets you to talk uh, sports without having to – I don't know. It's just – I don't know how to phrase it, but it's good. It's, I, obviously, I like it a lot. Well, yeah. Yeah. I would say I like it a lot, and I would still do it even if no one was listening because I don't really want people to listen anyways. Why? Uh, that makes no uh, sense. Just more just don't want people to listen. Um, but <laughs> I like doing it just to like – talk about it obviously we all love the vikings and so it makes a lot of fun to do it weekly yeah and yeah do you have friends that listen andrew have you told nope. any of your friends i told about- one person okay we should, we should we should change that maybe uh nope because then they may listen and that would be a good thing for us my i i don't have to obviously my i would love dream is this podcast blows up and we surpass score North and we bankrupt them and have them go out of business. That would be insane. That won't ever happen. But uh, no, we, I mean, we should definitely, we should have, you know, slight goals of uh, audience exposure. Yeah. hundred percent. It'd be nice to, I am slightly now disappointed that you haven't told anyone other than, than Langdon about this podcast. That's odd. I, uh, I obviously don't know everyone that listens, but uh, I mean, a good chunk of my friends do. Uh, I don't know about Hayes, I guess. I've told I've told a lot of people. Good. <laughs> Who knows if they listen? They probably don't. But. 
We'll uh, we'll we'll hope to increase our our numbers uh, next year, but uh, or decrease. Nope, no, we definitely don't want that one. Um, it is, yeah. Uh, numbers aside, it doesn't really matter, obviously. But to hear that you haven't told about it is slightly alarming. But um, yeah, it is. It is a lot of fun. It's crazy. It's already been a year. That is crazy. Um, this, I believe, will be our sixty-first episode. Wow. Um, and again, I feel like they've improved they've gotten better um we'll maybe have some more guests during the summer i know some of my friends who listen have shown interest i know dad loves being on it'd be great to have some of your guys's friends be on i don't know who would be the first you guys have friends no i got a couple that plays a factor yeah what about your boy johnny hayes yeah maybe all right johnny elbows not that guy. Yeah, Johnny Elbows. Not her. No. Not her. <laughs> nah. Uh, this is Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. Yeah. That was probably your worst. Yeah. So peace. good job. All right. Peace out.